Hello, Internet. It's Tori. You're listening to the Cosmere Deep Dive Podcast. For updates on when episodes go live, follow us on Twitter and Facebook. To join the discussion, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash CosmereCast, where you'll find an invitation to our Discord server. Thank you for listening, and please enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the Cosmere Deep Dive Podcast. I'm your host, Mike. Joining me this week are Craig. Hello, wonderful people. Dave. Hello, Internet. And Tori. Hello, Internet. And we oh, that's what I meant. I just get that. We start every week with good thing. So, uh, Craig, what's your good thing? So, Mike made me watch this video by some guy named H Bomber Guy, and it was like an hour and a half long, and I watched it anyway. And then I continued to watch all of his thing. That's not the good thing, though. The good thing is. Because of this video, I started playing Fallout New Vegas, and it's pretty good, guys. Um, funny enough, side note, I don't know why, but Fruit Bats also just recently started playing it, and this is like a 10-year-old game. Like, I, I don't know. We're just like, let's just play this. Um, for me, it was because I watched a video, and he talked about how good Fallout New Vegas was compared to, like, Fallout 3, and I'm like, hmm, I should give it another try, because I only put in, like, 20 hours before, and... It wasn't quite enough to, like, really... Like, I, I had fun. Like, don't get me wrong. I like the Fallout game. Well, the new Fallout games in general. Um, I didn't play Fallout 1 or 2. And, like, I like them. I like the setting and everything. It's pretty cool. So, at the time when I played New Vegas, I think I just played through Fallout 3. And I guess I was a little burnt out. So, that was probably a bad idea. So, this time I went with fresh eyes. And I'm like, wow. Th- there's, there's quite a lot going on here. This, this is really good. And, of course... Watching that video helped me appreciate all the little things that are happening in the background. I sort of wish I was able to play Fallout 1 and 2 back in the day. Um, it's it's I have like no time now. I know what you guys will say. I should play it. I have no time to barely play anything. I get one game a month. Phasmophobia. It's, and it's Phasmophobia <laughs> most of the time. But when it's not, it's like, in this case, it's Fallout New Vegas. Subnautica Below Zero is going to come out with their 1.0 release soon. That's top of the list priority once it comes out. So I don't think I'm ever going to get the Fallout 1 and 2. Plus, I need the stream Kerbal Space Program. But anyway, Fallout New Vegas is a lot of fun. If you guys have never played it, then uh, highly recommended. Uh, yeah, Fallout New Vegas is great. Um, I My favorite of the series is Fallout 2. But Fallout 2 is ancient and barely functions on modern operating systems. So I know this because I uh, actually got my copy of Fallout 2 like working, barely. And I also forgot how hard that game is, because I died really fast. Like, <laughs> really fast. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, from what I know, Fallout New Vegas is like the closest to Fallout 1 and 2 that we're going to get. Uh, yeah, it was like the... The primary writing team behind Fallout 1 and 2 were also behind New Vegas, and they had nothing to do with Fallout 3. Um, and it's also set in, like, a nearby setting to Fallout 1 and 2. Like, uh, even even I, who don't haven't really played 1 and 2, I still note that there's references to the previous two games. Like, I'll talk to people who might reference something from that setting. I'm like, oh, I think that was a Fallout 1 and 2 reference. I don't know which game but I can tell it's a reference. Uh, most likely Fallout 2, just because like Fallout 2 is set some amount of time after Fallout 1, and New Vegas is set a significant amount of time after Fallout 2. Yeah, Fallout 2 is like the main character is the grandson or daughter of the protagonist of Fallout 1. Yeah. And and New Vegas is like 200 years after the war. Um. Also, by the way, just last night I encountered a mutant who's voiced by Michael Dorn. Oh yeah, that's Marcus. He was in Fallout 2. He was one of your potential companions. Yeah, I, I looked him up. I'm like, is he actually from the previous game? And he's referencing things that happen in the in the in those games. I'm like, oh man, and it's the same voice actor. And of course, it's worked. So cool. He did that voice of Cold Steel on Gargoyles. Sure, because all of TNG's cast was also on Gargoyles. <laughs> yeah, they were. Cold Stone. Were they? Cold Steel. <laughs> Cold Stone. Did ever do a voice on Gargoyles? Patrick Stewart? I don't... Yeah, I feel like he's the only one who didn't. They couldn't have roped him into a, oh, a Shakespeare episode. Oh, hang on. Cold Steel is a different character. 
So right, what well, what would be wild there if Patrick Stewart wasn't in Gargoyles is that he did like later go on to be a Cold regular Stone. voice actor in okay. like the various Seth MacFarlane animated things. So, is he? That is funny. Yeah, he's like he's a regular on American think? Dad. He's done a few spots on Family Guy. Like he's not against voice acting work, although he may have been back when Gargoyles was being made. I don't know. Mm. Um, although I would say that between Gargoyles and um, Seth MacFarlane stuff is uh, Fallout, or not Fallout, um, Elder Scrolls Oblivion, where mm, he did play. Where he was the, the Emperor who died immediately. Not really a spoiler, it's a setup for the game. Uh, anyway, well, let's let's move on. Dave, what's your good thing? My good thing this week is a video game called Deltarune. It is Toby Fox's follow-up to the hit classic Undertale. Uh it's not clear how or if it fits in with the story of Undertale, but it has a lot of the same characters and similar mechanics. Um, it does say right when you start up the game that uh, you should play Undertale first before playing Deltarune, even though they're not necessarily connected yet. Uh, chapter 1 is free on Switch. I believe it's also on Steam. Not sure if it's free or not, but if you own a Switch, you can get it for free. And it's only part one, part two. I think it's supposed to come out sometime this year. So, yeah, just uh, really has the same sense of humor as Undertale and uh, some really good re- really good music. I would say not as good as the Undertale soundtrack, but still really good. And, yeah. Did, did he reuse Megalovania? No. Interesting. I mean, you only use that like four different times in four different media, but... Um, so yeah, it's a Delta Rune free on Switch. I'm actually going to see how much it is on Steam real quick here if the story loads. But uh, yeah, if you've played Undertale, then definitely check out Delta Rune. Uh, it might not even be on Steam. Huh. I don't think it's... Well, it's free on Switch. Okay. Possibly other platforms. I may grab it later. I don't know. It's pretty you short. You can it's grab like Delta Rune. You can grab Deltarune if you just go to the Deltarune site. You, it has a download for the Windows. Ah, uh, there you go. So I guess so you don't free. need to get it on Steam. It's just free on the website. Oh, cool. All right. Uh, and it's so, also on PS4, by the way. So my good thing this week is uh, actually a couple of good things. The first is that with my new computer, and new should be Ooh. in quotation marks. It's actually refurbished. Um, but new computer, uh, A, new uh, recording setup, and then B, it doesn't melt if I try to stream, so I've been streaming again. Mm. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Lemguin, L-A-M-G-U-I-N. I've been posting regularly that my stream has started in our Discord, which you can reach at patreon.com slash CosmereCast to find the join link. Uh, the other thing is tomorrow I'm going to be guesting on a different podcast uh, the Legendarium Green Team. Uh, you guys may remember we had Craig from the Legendarium as a guest during our one of our Well of Ascension episodes. Hi, not me. Yep, other Craig. Um, so that is a sort of fan-based podcast attached to the Legendarium, is the Green Team. Uh, anyway, we're going to be recording tomorrow and talking about John Scalzi's Old Man's War which is a book that I really enjoy. Um, I will I will post about it once that episode actually comes out. And the best part about all this, guys, I don't have to edit it. I get to just be on it and talk, and I don't have to edit it. <laughs> I'll be honest, Mike, I don't know what that's like. Wait, I know exactly what that's like. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I don't know what it's like it you. I don't know any difference is what I meant to say. You don't appreciate it is what you mean. I appreciate the stuff Mike does. I just don't grok it. Grok it? Uh, Grok yeah. is from uh, Highlands, uh, not the Stranger in a Strange Land. Stranger in a Strange Land. Yes. Yep. It's like to fully understand and and oh, basically like that. It's it's what nerds use instead of just understand. It's a deeper what, understanding. What about Sass? Come on, man. Sass that fruity. It's close fruit. enough. <laughs> fruity fruit. Hoopy fruit, sir. I mean, as long as you can carry around the towel, you're good. You're good to go. Um, all right, so those are my good things this week. Uh, Tori, what, what's yours? I started playing Terraria. 
mostly because Craig went on about it that one time. And uh, I really like it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm really enjoying it. I can't stop playing it. I need help, you guys. I, I can't stop. Oh, you don't need help. You need more Terraria. Why it's are you even recording with us? Get, I, get, I know, right? It's right now. Like I could be. It's it's sitting open on my switch right now, just waiting for me to come back to it. Um, and oh, okay. You're I don't even know if I don't even know if the game has point. I'm just building stuff. That's all I'm doing, and it's so fun. I mean, that's point enough. As long as it, it makes my you husband, happy. My husband keeps calling it my 2D Minecraft, and he's it's not wrong. So much better um, than that, though. I know it's cute. Like the little sprite <laughs> characters, they look like Final Fantasy characters, and they're adorable. <laughs> oh, yeah, and they do. I just, yeah, I've I've been building so many cool things. I've got an awesome treehouse. I made a hobbit hole. I've got a cool yeah, castle. Dryad, waifu. Right uh, next. Next up, I'm building a witchy house. That's next. Corey, if you're ever curious, head on over to the Terraria subreddit. People post some of their builds. They've done some crazy stuff. I know. I looked over there for inspiration. Yeah. Um, For me, the game really took off when I noticed how fun magic was. Once I started a magic build, I'm like, this is next level. So I really enjoyed the magic build, but my wife really enjoyed the melee build. So, yeah. And there's people who do the ranger build. So, you know, whatever works for you guys. I'm partial to summoner builds, um, but it's not super viable single player. It's gotten better. I don't even know what you guys are talking about because I've just been building stuff. You're probably not into hard mode yet. Yep. I am not at all into hard mode. You're still in what's essentially the tutorial section. No, yeah, I, I did, I did the research and I found out where what you have to do to make it be hard mode, and I'm not doing that on purpose because I'm just building stuff. I mean, you'll eventually get there. Wall of flesh by accident. I mean, I have done there it. are ways to at least summon it by accident. Yeah. <laughs> I have killed the wall of flesh on accident before. What? Did you have to build yeah, like a runway like... that goes across the entire world, basically? You don't need a runway. You could just drink uh, lava walking potions. Uh, and then just sort of like, okay, I guess this is happening now. And then it happens, right, Mike? Uh-huh. So Sorry, I played a summoner, but that's because my other friends that were playing had already called all of the classes like archer and melee and mage so i just ended up being summoner but i liked it a lot playing summoner spiders the, the new update added with for summoners which is actually a really good melee type weapon that works uh with the summoning because it, it it if you guys aren't familiar when you whip something it tags them which causes your summoned creatures to focus on that target mm-hmm. so you do a good deal of damage because it's actually a fairly fast weapon you do good damage and you make your summons attack that thing. Yeah, but the best upgrade for the whip is attack speed slowdown. Because the slower the attack speed is, the longer the range. Uh, are you, seriously? Yep. Oh, okay. So the wiki actually recommends, uh, I think, sluggish upgrade. Yeah, whatever is the one that decreases your speed but increases strength. I don't even think it increases. It's just the, the attack speed slowdown increases the range of the whip. Huh, that's funny. So, yeah. We um, could do a whole podcast on Terraria. We should move on. I think my nope. second favorite build is Yo-Yo Melee. Freaking love yo-yos. But then what I ended up doing was just regular old Melee. Anywho, uh, Dave, at some point in the past calendar month, you read some chapters. Yeah, I read some chapters last night. <laughs> I read, uh, we started off part four we're doing chapters 59 through 65 of words of radiance by brandon sanderson and real quick i meant to um point this out before but i'm looking at the back cover of words of radiance it says the knight's radiant must stand again the wind runner is lost in a shattered land so that's kaladin possibly also seth i think he's also a wind runner uh the late weaver is slowly being consumed by her past that's uh, Shalon, of course. The bondsmith strives to rebuild what was destroyed, and the explorer straddles the fates of two peoples. Uh, one of those is probably Eshenai. I guess the bondsmith? I don't know. And then I think the explorer is Yasna. So there you have it. Yasna's still alive, confirmed by the back cover of the first half of the book. Spoilers! That is, that is an interesting Dave theory that should probably be properly cataloged. 
Nice. Done. All right, chapter 59. Fleet. Old friend. So our epigraphs are some letter being written to some old friend who goes by different names, so it's probably Hoyd. All right, moving on. Caladim imprisoned. Bruh, it ain't Dalinar's fault you're here. It might be Wit's fault, though. Perfect pitch. A... The storm catches everyone eventually. Does it matter? Journey before destination, man. All right. So Kaladin's in prison. He's like, mm, Dalinar made me go to prison or something. And I'm like, come oh, man. Get. It's like, yeah, you've been treated unfairly, like, basically your whole life. But you kind of had this one coming, you have to admit. And then uh, Hoyd shows up and tells him a story. And Hoyd's tuning his little guitar. And he's like, ah, this is so much easier with perfect pitch. Whoa, someone's been to Warbreaker. How many breaths does Hoyt have? <laughs> Someone has went to Warbreaker. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure this means Hoyt's broken some war and gotten some breaths. Was it like 100 breaths to have perfect pitch for the first I mean, you know he popped up when we read Warbreaker. Well, I mean, he was there. <laughs> okay, he was actually in that book. That's true. But this is like kind of likely confirmation that he has actually taken some of the investiture from Warbreaker world and has breaths and at least reached the first heightening, which gives you perfect pitch. If I remember correctly. Yep. All right. So, and, and by, by yep, I mean, yes, everything you've just said about Hoyd is to the best of our knowledge, 100% correct. Uh, yeah. You get perfect pitch at the second heightening, which is 200 breaths. Roughly. 200. Okay. He potentially has more, but we don't know. Hmm. All right. So he uh, just like last time, he comes in here to sing a story to Kaladin. He has his little loop pedal going and all that, and hallucinates Kaladin into thinking he sees some stuff and tells a story. And the whole point is just to make Kaladin think about stuff. Uh, that's basically it for chapter fifty-nine. Would you like to recount the story of Fleet? Uh, Fleet is a dude who's out running a storm, and then the storm catches up to him. Uh, I think part of it was like he got to Shinovar or something. It's like Shinovar is like where the storms don't come. But then I think like he was like um, coming down the mountain uh, about to approach Shinovar and the storm caught him or something like that. But the funny thing was Kaladin kind of wrote the ending himself as it was being told to him. Kaladin can't write. He's an Alethi man. That's blasphemy. Uh, he devised the ending himself, I should say. So what you're saying is he defines the destination. Sure. The journey, the journey is, is before. Um, yeah, that's about all I got for chapter 59. Okay, so chapter 60? Chapter 60, Vale Walks. And the letter addresses uh, as, as to this, you know, continuation of the same letter, I guess. And it says uh, that he took on a name that references a, an assumed virtue that he has. Um, hello, Wit. <laughs> Easy game, because Hoyt thinks he's smart, so he took on the name Wit, or he thinks he's clever. So I'm, I think the I'm continuing my uh, theory that this letter is addressed to Hoyt, but we'll see as the time goes on. All right, chapter sixty. Maps pattern complainingly complains. Four out of five protagonists agree. Desks are for dorks. Pattern makes Shalon remember <laughs> some sad stuff. Pattern versus humor reminds me of Data. Shalon sticks a pattern in a veil. Oh, crap. Hold on. I have to change my casting choice. You're casting Brent Spiner as the voice of pattern. I am now. Actually, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, So, yeah, pattern just he's telling a joke and he's trying to emulate laughter and like be more humorous. And it kind of reminds me of how Data often did that in Star Trek The Next Generation. I mean, he didn't pull up a, a bad 90s comic to try to figure out what humor was. At least there's that. Did Data do that? Yes, Data did that. That was the whole thing. They pulled up a stand-up comic that was popular in the 90s. Seinfeld? No, not Seinfeld. <laughs> Groucho Marx? I remember him imitating Groucho Marx before. Wait, wait a second. This is a I, season I think, two hold episode, on. so I can understand why you don't remember it. An, I, I think um, I remember this guy. Was this the dude who was the millionaire in Who Wants to Marry a Millionaire? Was that the uh, guy? On... Google will tell me. I would need more Pulaski. I have no idea what his name no. is. 
hosted by? No, it's not him. Uh, hold on. I'll, I'm going to look it up. I'll be right back. Alright, uh, so we're looking at some maps, trying to figure out where the capital of Urithiru is, and Pattern complains about stuff. Shalon <laughs> makes fun of desks, like she's got this comfy bed, why would she do right at a desk? Uh, and then Pattern makes Shalon remember some sad stuff. I guess it's probably about, like, her mom dying or something. I don't remember. And then Shalon learns that she can use a pattern to transfer Stormlight into her illusions so that she can she can have illusions going on long distance if she feeds Stormlight to pattern, although it depletes much faster coming out of pattern than it does out of her. So I posted the, the memory alpha link in our Discord. Um, it's a character who's played by Joe Piscopo, but he plays this generic 90s comedian. And I'm looking up the show that i was thinking of trying to rick rockwell okay who's that because that's not joe all right he looks close enough that since it's been you know 20 years since i've remembered either of these things that i easily could have conflated them he has a mullet so okay all right sorry to derail let's back on track please all right chapter 61 obedience one and a half years ago no, not the rust puppers. Runaway time? Dad didn't kill mom. Hilarion, don't get killed. There's a lot of killing and potential killing happening. Wow. Uh, no wonder Shalon shuts off her past. All right, and what happened to stepmom Mali- Malis- 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 All right, so uh, Balat, who is the officially the oldest son now, officially non-Balat, because Hilarion, the eldest brother, kind of ran off. Balat is like, oh, I ran into the your oldest son that you've forsaken and told me not to talk about again. So dad gets mad, um, and then he, in, in order to punish him, he kills uh, Balat's pex, pet axe hounds, and he also doesn't want him to marry that girl he likes because she's not high enough status. He wants him... He wants his son to marry well to some, like, uh, 54-year-old widow that has money and status. And so he kills the Axtown pups, and he sends some assassins out to kill Hilarion. And Melise is like, the stepmom, she's like, what? Did you just kill on your own son? And he's like, that's it. And then we don't know what happens to Melise until the next back backlog chapter. So, uh, yeah. So already, you know, it's like, oh, we should probably run away soon. Onward? Onward to chapter 62. If we're, How far are we going today? 65. Okay. Yep. Then yes. Okay. Chapter, 60, chapter 62, uh, I don't know if this is just because you guys kind of put me on notice to this sort of thing, but uh, the snippet from the letter says, this is, I suspect, a little like a skunk naming itself for its stench. So I wonder if Harmony wrote that. That's all I have for the letter. It's still probably... Uh, it wouldn't be Harmony, forward. though, because he wouldn't know Hoyd. Why not? I'll address this letter to my old friend, as I have no idea what name you're using currently. Harmony's not even familiar with it. Why not? Harmony needs two gods. I think Harmony can figure out who... Oh, Harmony is world Spoilers, by the way. Har- Harmony Spoilers is the power of two gods. The knowledge oh, of good. one dude. Yeah, it's it's just Sazed, and Sazed's not familiar with Hoyt. Why wouldn't he be? I, I will give you a freebie. This was not written by Harmony. Okay. But it probably is, though. Alright, um... Honor's <laughs> friend don't like cryptics. Makes sense. <laughs> Dalinar is back. Yay! So, Roshon killed Moash's grandparents? Uh-oh, Surgeon Kaladin... Uh, yeah. So, like, Honor, Sprint, and Cryptics are kind of, like, at odds with each other. Just made sense, because, like, one's about Honor and one's about Deception. Uh, So I wonder, maybe Sylphrena and Pattern will fall in love, Romeo and Juliet style. I don't know. And then Dalinar's back from being sick and has a good old... talking to Kaladin in prison. And uh, to Dalinar's credit, he hears out Kaladin and he's really open with him about like Amaram and about what happened to Moash's grandparents. Um, Kaladin doesn't reveal anything by name. He's just like, oh, he's the King of Elokar's let people rot in prison before. 
and then Downer's like, ah, you mean the silversmiths? How do you know about that? And, and Calderon's like, ah, they, one of my men knew something about them. And then, you know, it turns out that it was uh, really Roshon's doing, uh, you know, it was Roshon going for his personal gains that got uh, Moash's grandparents thrown into prison. And basically, they kind of, like, acknowledged that Roshon straight up murdered those people. But, uh, and Dalinar wanted them to strip him of rank and demote him to a tenor and all that stuff. Uh, but because of political reasons, Dalinar wasn't able to convince them. So they, uh, they banished Roshon to be the mayor of some backwater town so that he wouldn't be able to do harm to anybody. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yeah, and, nothing, and we never heard from him again. And we never, and Roshon never did no wrong ever again. Yeah, this this is sort of like the general theme here, where you show a little bit of you look the other way, I guess, to a this light eyes, a, and if they're yeah. a jerk, they will continue to be a jerk. Like, this is like, just like a soap opera at this point. It's like, so, like no, everyone knows no, that Moash's Moash's grandparents uh, knew Roshon and Roshon, this random guy they got devoted to some backwater town happened to me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if this is a soap opera, we need someone to die and then they need to return like a year later in a surprise episode. You mean Yasna? Check. What? Right. Yasna. Wait, cough. hold on. <laughs> already uh, already uh expecting this. Alright. <laughs> Yasna only died in a coma sequence. <laughs> and you thought Tien was dead, but he was just in a coma for 20 years and then died in the coma man this just blows the whole series wide open they've cracked it this is all sanderson right. really wanted to write a soap opera that is what happened all right guys it here's i mean here's what here's what i'm yeah. expecting the end of book 10 of stormlight mayor shows up and it was all a dream <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know from there just mayor is gonna come back for that one hmm going I mean, to dive there did, did uh kelsier actually see mayor die yes Yes. That what snapped him? Yeah. 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 But I thought Marsh was dead like four times. That's <laughs> true. Oh, man. We all yeah. need Sanderson. <laughs> hey, if you just remember, in the Cosmere, everyone is alive until proven dead. Mm, sure. All right. Uh, so now that Kaladin knows... Uh, now that Kaladin knows what happened to the silversmiths and how Roshon ended up in Homestead... Hearthstone. Hearthstone. The same as then, the video game. The same Hearthstonerunner.net. <laughs> so yeah, now Kaladin's like, it's surger in time. Time to cut off that festering leg, King Elokar. And oops. He might get fired if the if he accidentally or purposely kills the person he's supposed to make sure doesn't die. <laughs> it won't look good on his resume. <laughs> <laughs> Made a bodyguard. The body died. <laughs> no bodyguard, right. no crime, Sean. It's like they took out an insurance policy on King Elokar, and then he died the next day. Sounds like body fraud. All right, chapter sixty-three. Still got a bit to go here. A burning world. Shalon doesn't want to Elmira Adeline. Like I guess from Tiny Toons. Like she doesn't want to be too clingy or something. A uh, tree. Something about a tree. Ayatil, that's the mask lady. Uh, Borden's madman. Vale bribed Dalinar's guards ahead of time. Voidbringer possession. Pooh wall. Oh, duh, it's Tom. Should have actually realized immediately that the madman would be Tom. Shalon must play a lot of JRPGs. Tom hates Stormlight. Here comes Amaram. All right, so Shalon's trying to make it with the ghost bloods here. She was told to get instructions out of this tree before she goes to retrieve the instructions she notices that Iatl, the mask lady has been telling her and is going to follow her on this mission here uh, and the mission is to uh check out this new madman that is being brought into dalinar's war camp find out you know what he's saying and all that why amaram's interested in him or whatever and stuff uh and so Shalon takes off her, she peeks through the curtain of the palanquin, and she's like, yo, it's me, your girl Shalon, let me in. And they're like, ah, oh, sure. Uh, so 
uh, Yato's like, I guess you must have bribed them ahead of time. And then uh, Shalon, partly to get Yato off her back and partly to to like help sneak into you know the Ardents and the Asylum, and was like, ah, oh, my sister here it might be possessed by Voidbringer. She refuses to take her mask off. And so they all get distracted. Shalon wanders off. Uh, Pattern was able to find the Madman. You also find some lady that writes on the writes patterns on the wall with her feces. Uh, I, I made note of that. And then they, she talks to Tom, and she writes down all the gibberish that he's saying. And she goes through all of the texts uh, twice to make sure it repeats itself, just like a JRPG. You talk to all the NPCs and you keep talking to them until they start repeating themselves. So it checks out. And then she tries to put her veil disguise back on, but then Talon like grabs her and he's like, I hate you, Stormlight. And then uh, she's like, oh crap, I'll have to figure out some other way out of here. And then Amaram is on his way into the room. And what's she going to do? We don't know because chapter 63 ends abruptly with Amaram about to show up. Chapter 64. Treasures. Kaladin takes a smoke break. Uh, Wait, yeah. what? Ow! He's he stuck in a cell. Yeah, he takes... He gets the stormlight out of the lantern and puffs it out. He's, like, addicted to stormlight, so... Like, nicotine. Uh, okay, that's about it. He has Isn't has a there a whole salon part of that Yeah, chapter? I mean, that's about it for... Kaladin's presence in this chapter. It is a Shallan chapter. So Shallan uses Stormlight to become dark to hide in the shadows from Amaram. Amaram wants a swords and welcome to the Ghostbloods. So Shallan learns that Amaram is after this like hidden treasure or something that Talon was talking about. They can't get him to talk about it again, but uh, Moosh Borden, the dark eyes that was guarding Talon and escorting him, you know, has the information. So Amaram wants to make sure that uh, he can get uh, what he thinks is going to end up being the Honor Blades, I think they called them. Basically, I guess they're the the Herald's uh, Shard Blades, the Honor Blades or something. And then, you know, Shalon reports all this back to Iato, and she's like, you'll be able to escape this, the asylum, right, Mask Girl? And she's like, yeah. And then she gets... Uh, she gets a letter from Dart Dude, and it's like, Welcome to the Ghost Bloods. And that's the end of chapter 64. Chapter 65, the one who deserves it. Blah, 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 years ago, Melais and Balat are going to run away, and then maybe the dad will uh, finally turn his anger to Shalan, who apparently is the one who deserves it according to stepmom Elise, and uh, also acknowledged by Shalon that she deserves it. So uh, it's been kind of hinted at that Shalon is actually responsible for her mother's death, and Melise seems to have a little bit of that info as well. I mean, she is dad's wife, so there you go. Quick chapter 65 there, and that's it for this week. Yay. Um, okay, so your your current theory regarding the, the epigraphs for this section is, say it, no, I guess not. Okay. Maybe do you have Do you have a backup theory? No, I just thought it was Sazed. Okay. I mean, the the theories I just written to Hoyd. Right. Um, it could be Sazed writing to something else. I'm. I feel like we should just tell Dave. Right. Okay. You make what's the call. going on. Okay. So you may remember in Way of Kings there was another letter done in the same way, like uh, as the epigraphs Hoyd to a section. To Frost? Huh? Was it Hoyd writing to Frost? Yes. Okay. Frost is a character that you have not otherwise seen. Uh, this the is dragon. the response to that letter. Okay. So, so it's this Frost is Frost. Yeah, this is Frost writing to Hoyd. Makes sense. Oh, I want a dragon friend. I don't know. She doesn't sound very friendly. Yeah, you you may not end up wanting a dragon friend once we learn more about dragons. I don't know yet. But she said she calls Hoyd friend. That sounds pretty friendly. I mean, if you're friends with Hoyd, then you got to have a lot of patience. <laughs> Yet she also says a skunk naming itself after its stench, and that you've always been able to bring it's out the most extreme banter. in me. Okay. Yeah, may- maybe. Maybe it's just lighthearted banter. Like when I make fun of Craig not being able to pronounce things, or uh, when it's he's exactly doing the same. a Link to the Past practice, and he's practiced yet, not real jet. Exactly the same. Uh, 
So we had a thing planned for this week, right? Oh, really, Mike? Do, yes, do we tell did. us more. Castless, everybody's favorite thing. Castless. Uh, Sue. So... Wait, wait, real quick. Uh, I would like to point out that those of you listeners who have not done so, uh, you're welcome to join our Discord. Uh, you can find a link to our Discord through our Patreon at patreon.com slash CosmereCast. Um, there's a link to our Discord there. You don't have to give us money, although it is much appreciated. And join our Discord where you can post your own cast list and debate and chat about it. We have a channel specifically for cast. Yes. Uh, so with that in mind, uh, Craig, why don't you give us your first casting and we'll see who else has it. Oh, wait. Okay. No, I want, I'm, I'm breaking up the big guns first because I actually have a recast of Wit. Um, I did too. I'm not. I actually, I felt really bad because I love Woody Harrelson, but I, I thought of a different person for wit. All right. Well, I'm not the only one. But for me, I'm just trying out different things. I like to recast Hoyd every chance I get. Um, so this time, I have cast Wit as Paul Bettany, who you will know. Love it. From Avengers, and he's in Beautiful Mind. A Knight's um, Tale. He's, Knight's Tale, yes. That's actually specifically what I was thinking of for Hoyd. Uh, wit, whatever. Yeah, that's good. All right, Dave, do you, who's your, who's your new wit slash Hoyd? Um, so potentially for wit slash Hoyd, a- as I was reading his interaction with Kaladin, I'm just kind of like, this kind of reminds me of like Andy Kaufman, who was like a comedian, but he would always be playing the pranks on the audience, right? Mm-hmm. And who has played Andy Kaufman? Uh, and would be a great fit for Wit slash Hoyd. Jim Carrey. Paul Giamatti. Jim Carrey. Paul Giamatti. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. Yeah, I feel like Jim Carrey would be a good Hoyd. I think Jim Carrey could do it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Paul Giamatti could do it, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the guy from the, the with the big eyes? He's the other guy from Man in the Moon who, like, occasionally subbed in as, like, very, like, the the manager that was sometimes Andy Kaufman and sometimes not. I never saw the movie. Oh. I recently watched a review of it, though. Okay. It's a pretty good movie. But yeah, like, most of the yeah. things that Jim Carrey as Andy Kaufman did, Paul Giamatti as whatever his character's name also did. Well, the point is, I think Jim Carrey could pull off a Hoyt. He has a kind of malleable face sure. that could uh, do different things with. Uh, I don't have a new... Hoyd, uh, so I'm going to go back to, uh, Craig said he came up with it first, and I'm going to believe him, of David Tennant. Nah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Tori, do you have a new Hoyd? I don't. Okay. And... Who is your old Hoyd? Do you remember? Woody Harrelson, of course. Okay. Yeah. Stick and... to that Woody Harrelson train. We don't have any posts for new Hoyd uh, in our cast list channel, so, uh, Craig, who's next? Uh, uh, Sabarrel. Sabariel. Sabariel. Yeah, I got it. Uh, I have two for for him because I could go either way. Uh, I have Robbie Coltrane, and I also have John Rise Davies, who you might know from Sliders Season 1, among other things. But I wanted like a likable... Yeah, totally Gimli. Is that... What? Does he play Gimli? He plays Gimli. Does he really? He really does. I'm looking this up right now. It's... It's kind of wild to me that your brain would go to Sliders before, you know, Lord of the Rings. Dude, but... I, I think Dave knows uh, that would be how my brain works. Slidey. <laughs> Which is not to say that Sliders wasn't an excellent show, at least the first season. He's just, that's what I remember him most from. Is he really, hold on, where's Gimli? I, I can't, like, it's hard to pull up. And also yes. Sala from two out of four Indiana Jones movies. Yeah, and Sean Rice Davies. Gimli. That's funny. Yeah, him. Anyway, okay. also Robbie Coltrane. Who is Hagrid. Is he? Isn't he? I don't Am know. I thinking of a different person? I don't, who are, I don't who know who is... anyone is. I just look up names. Okay, who is Robbie Coltrane then? Oh yeah, he he is he is Hagrid. Yeah, Hagrid. Okay. Who did you think he was? I don't know. Like, I really want to know how you knew his name without knowing he was Hagrid. Okay, my process for castless is let me see what the internet says, and if someone has the look, and I'm like, alright, yeah, I'll cast them. So, like, I'll just look him up. Well, he's Hagrid. I, you have to understand, I casted him back in Way of Kings, but I didn't write down 
why or who, because I knew he wouldn't play a part until words. Are... So that's actually this has been a cast choice from Way of Kings. because I knew he'd play a part in Words of Radiant. I cannot tell you why, but I'm sure at the time I noticed Hagrid. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dave, do you have a Sabariel? Yep. Will Arnett. Okay. He might have to put on a few pounds, but I think he's got the attitude. And what do we know Will Arnett from? Yeah, he's got uh, that. Arrested Development. Uh, he was also one of the like ex-boyfriends from 30 Rock. Isn't he the voice of Batman in Lego Batman? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Nope. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's done a good, good amount of voice work as well. Cool. Um, I don't have a Sabariel. And so. apparently he's I, I Jack Horseman. Tori, who's your Sabariel? Uh, Neil McDonough, who okay. I know as one of the Howling Commandos from the first Captain America movie, uh, specifically Dum Dum Dugan. Yep. But um, I'm aware that he has played other things in other shows. I I just haven't seen those other shows. The most important thing he's been in is Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Which I have not seen. So. You shouldn't. Clearly, that's what I think of. <laughs> Should just listen to the podcast. Uh, he was also in... There was like a gritty reboot of Wizard of Oz. I actually that remember the Sci-Fi him Channel from... did at one point, and he was. Oh like... my gosh! Yes, I did see that. Yeah, he was in Minority Report and Star Trek: First Contact. Yeah, dude is like phenomenal and constantly gets cast in these horrible, horrible things that he's so much better than. Yeah. Oh, speaking <laughs> of the the reason that I thought of him is because um, when when we play D and D. Uh, our DM likes to tell us, and this NPC is being played by, and just throw out celebrity names, like he, he casts our NPCs, and, and so Neil McDonough has, is an NPC that we've been messing with recently, so mm-hmm. there you go. Okay. Uh, Alright. Uh, Craig, what you got next? Uh, I've casted Darkness, uh, played by Norm Lewis, who played Javert in the 25th anniversary late minute so the, so that's the musical version that they they filmed not the not the movie but the actual musical okay but but clearly javert like whoever plays javert would be dark all right uh dave who do you have for darkness uh, i forgot about that dude the guy that's uh-huh. in the one interlude yeah he's in two interludes actually oh yeah, <laughs> yeah but we forgot- already know he didn't again. remember the first one <laughs> But he has a scar, a crescent scar, which is how you know it's him. Two interludes and at least one um, prologue. I don't remember if he was in the Way of Kings prologue. He may not have been. So Dave doesn't have anybody. Uh, I have Common. I don't know who that I like is. It. Uh, Common is an actor and rapper. He was in uh, the thing I know him from is I'm now blanking on what the name of that movie was. Uh, give me one second. Oh, he was in Wanted which I forgot about. He was in apparently John Wick 2, which I still haven't seen. Smoke and Aces was the was the one I was thinking of. He plays Sir Ivy in Smoke and Aces. He's the gunsmith from Wanted. I cast, and I'm so sorry, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of his name, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor? Uh, yeah, the guy from Serenity. Yeah. And because... Baron Mordo from Doctor Strange. and He's the guy in The Martian, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, but I was specifically going with the operative from Serenity because mood. Yeah. Pretty good. That that extremely works. And uh, I have seen Common before, apparently. I I recognize him. I just didn't know who that was. Yeah, he's been in stuff. And yeah. he's usually extremely good in said things. Uh, so, all right. Craig, who's next? Uh, ELA. Oh, God. <sighs> Her name is Shorey... Agdoshlo. And she dances on the sand. <laughs> she's she she plays someone from the Expanse series. Um so I was going for like older, attractive lady who could totally like mess with stuff behind behind the scenes, so that's what I went. Uh who did you what character from the Expanse is that? Uh hold on. I have to actually look her up. She plays I'm guessing it's that old Indian politician lady. Yes. Crap. Hello, TV. Condoleezza Rice. Uh, Christian Avashrala. Oh, is the character. That's the character on the fans. Okay. Yeah, she's like she's like a, a leader type person, right? From yeah. what I remember of the the book. Yep. Um, 
she's probably one of the best characters on the show. But yeah, you just wanted me to pronounce names. I I see what you're up to. I mean, sure, but I also want to know who you're talking about, and getting from A to B can be difficult sometimes. She's an Iranian-American actress, so I know, I'm sure I butchered her name, but she's in a lot of stuff, so hey. Um, all right, Dave, do you have an ELA Sadius? Nope. Okay. Uh, I have Lucy Liu. Hmm. Nice. Uh, Tori? I get it. Robin Wright. Okay. Who's, who's that? The... Princess Bride from The Princess Bride. Yeah, oh, she okay. she was Princess Buttercup a long time ago. Uh, she's older now, um, but still gorgeous and has that, you know, queenly bearing that I think ELA needs. Yeah, that tracks. Um, all right, Craig. I have Eshonai. Okay. Is Michelle Rodriguez. She was in the, the Avatar, the James Cameron movie. Various and... Fasts and Furiouses. Yep. Um, I think the first Resident Evil movie, too. Yeah, she was in one of those, I think. I don't know if it was the first one. So I wanted someone who can kick butt, and I think she can kick butt. Sure. She sure can. Uh, All right. Uh, Dave, who do you have for Eshenai? Uh, I forgot to cast her. Dave, did you cast anybody? Yeah. We'll get there. Uh, (laughs) You casted Wit again. (laughs) So for my Eshenai, I have Taraji P. Henson. Uh, who was the mom from the new Karate Kid. She was in Smoke and Aces. She was in Hidden Figures. She's just an excellent all-around actress. Been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Tori, who you got? Well, I also wanted someone who could kick butt, so I went with Gwendolyn Christie, who was Brienne of Tarth on Game of Thrones, but was also Phasma in the Star Wars movies. Uh, she's, yeah. All right. Uh, Craig, who's next? Uh, I have Cass Venley, of course. Okay. Uh, this, this is, I'm not satisfied, but I went with Zendaya. She's in the new Spider-Man movie. She's a little young, but you know, it's okay. Cause she is Shonai's younger sister. I actually also went with Zendaya. Nice. Interesting. We think alike. Uh, Dave, do you have a Venley? Nope. Okay. Uh, I just cast a voice for Venley and that is Colleen Clinkenbeard. Clinkenbeard. Sorry. Colleen Clinkenbeard, uh, who voiced... A couple of characters from Borderlands 2, um, Dr. Tannis and, um, blanking on her name, one of the Sirens, what's-her-face, whatever. She's done a ton of voice work. Um, if you watched My Hero Academia, she voices uh, Momo Yaoyorozu and a billion other things that people have seen that I haven't. So Cool. And then we already got Tori, so Craig, next. Okay, next I have Mo Ash. Mo Played Ash. by Ed... Skarin Green. I don't know how to say his name. He's the villain from Deadpool. He was in okay. Alita Battle Angel. Uh, Dave, do you have a Moash? Uh, didn't I cast him in the last one? I have no have. idea. I cast. I, know I didn't I did. cast him last time, so I cast him this time. Jack Black. That was Jack Black. That was literally a year ago. <laughs> um, I don't have a Moash. I believe I cast him in the last one, but I don't remember. I, I did in the last one, and uh, it was uh, whoever plays Amos on The Expanse. Okay. Uh, I'll be honest, guys. I I have my list here, and I wasn't expecting to have the most names out of everyone. I thought oh. I would have the least. You insisted on going first. I mean, Mike insisted, and that's okay, because yeah. I have uh, the list, apparently. Well, it's, it's not necessarily that you have more names. It's that we have different names, because I've got Pearl. a bunch of people that you haven't gotten to yet. Cool. All right. So... Next. Lift. Lift. I have cast Daphne Keene. So did I. She I don't know is in is. the new Dark Materials, his Dark Materials show. I just got caught up on season two. That's why oh, I, I was like, she's Daphne perfect. Keen. I don't know what you just said, David got lost. Oh, I, I cast Daphne Keene also. Okay. Uh, I wow. cast uh, Priya Ferguson who plays the little sister on Stranger Things. She has a big, a fairly big role in uh, Season 3. Which just shows I need to watch Stranger Things. Yes, you do. And I haven't seen his Dark Materials. I've read well, his Dark she Materials. Was, she was also uh, the daughter on Logan. Oh, okay. Then I know who that is. So, all right, Craig, and, who's next? Well, Sorry. hang on. Since we just did Lyft, I've got to say Gox is Amir Wilson, who plays opposite Daphne Keene on his Dark Materials. I just I just went all the way there. All right, so since I just casted Lyft, I'll also do Wendell. Uh, this is just a sudden cast. I just decided to do it. Patrick Stewart. 
because I want someone who has that nice, refined, older voice, and that's totally Patrick Stewart. Okay, he's pretty old. I have a Patrick Stewart, but I don't have a Wendell. So, Dave, do you have a Wendell? Nah. All right, Tori, do you have a Wendell? I didn't, but since Craig just cast one off the top of his head, I think I'm going to do that, too. I'm going to say Stephen Fry. Because the mm. whole time he's like, I was a gardener. Like I can, I can picture Stephen Fry doing that. I really can. Nice. All right. Uh, anybody else, Craig? Yeah, I got more. Okay. Oh, I, I can keep going. Keep going. Uh, I've casted pattern, and right. this is a shout out to all my gamer friends listening out there. Uh, pattern should be played by Nolan North. He's well known for all of the video game voices ever. That's true. Uh, if, you, Dave... if you can think of it. But specifically, he's the Uncharted main character, I believe. Um, he's he plays some vo- side voices in Portal Two. Um, I don't, he's in everything, guys. He he, he is there so is versatile. Too. And I want to cast. I need to cast him as somebody. So I want really good voice work for Pattern. So there you go. And he was the Penguin in the Batman Arkham franchise. Um, Hamija would like to know if you guys are going to be po- posting your cast list in our cast list channel. Yes. Because... I already yeah, have. I usually, after I talk. I usually wait till after. Nah, I'm embarrassed I didn't have that many, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> no, okay. you should know. You should do yours. Remember, <laughs> I didn't do Elantris, if that makes you feel any better. Alright. Um, so, I didn't cast a pattern, but now that I'm thinking about it, I want Jonathan Frakes. I was gonna say Brent Spine. <laughs> yeah, sure. Alright, uh, Tori, did you have a pattern? I didn't, no. I'll let you know if I think of one while we're still recording. Okay. Uh, keep going, Craig. All right, I have casted Stick. What? Uh, we, we needed but someone right. with some gravitas, because Stick is such an important character. So this clearly, right here. the only voice that will work is Morgan Freeman. Yes. <laughs> That's wow. pretty good. All right. Uh, Dave, did you have Stick? Oh, yeah. Um, I had... Morgan Stern. No, I didn't have a stick. Okay. I also didn't cast stick. I I didn't, but I'm I'm telling you this is where I'm putting Patrick Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I still have Patrick Stewart and we still haven't gotten there yet. So, keep it going, Craig. Oh, no, well, I'm actually first, done. first I I did think of a pattern. I'm going to okay. go with Jim Parsons from Big Bang Theory. All right. Huh. Yeah. Oh, that would be funny. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I like him as as pattern. All right, I'm actually done. I've reached the end of my list. So okay. either I went with the most like esoteric characters in the book, or what? I don't know. All right, Dave, who do you have that Craig didn't? Uh, lot. Okay. Did you guess all of Shalon's brothers? Uh, yeah, they're all different Weasleys. No, Balot <laughs> is uh, <laughs> Will Wheaton. You know, he's like the older brother, and he's got to be brave. And yeah. shut up, Wesley. Yeah, sure. And then uh, I believe it's... Did anybody else have Balot? I did not. Tori? Nope. Nope, I didn't. And I have... I believe it's Wickham, the one that likes math. Yes. I I cast Dave. Yourself? I cast myself. Okay. okay. I like math. I could be that guy. You want to be Shalon's brother in that sort of household. I did not consider that we could cast ourselves, but now that I have that in my in my head, I'll I'll use it later. <laughs> Which which uh, Shalon brother would you like, Mike? None of the above. I don't have red hair. Well, I only have a red beard. But they have wigs and dye and stuff. Uh, so I don't have a Wickham. Uh, Tori? I don't have any of Shalon's brothers. Okay. Uh, Dave, next. Um, I forget her name, but Sabario's waifu. Paloma. Paloma. I have Elias Shawcat, who is also from Arrested Development. But she's, um, I actually thought of Elias Shawcat. She played Maybe in Arrested Development, and she's a little older now. I thought of her first, and that's why I put Will Arnett in as Sabario. No, no, no. I'm I'm certain she was in Arrested Development. Yeah? Maybe. Ha, ha. Okay. Uh, I don't have Paloma. Tori? I, I didn't have one, but if we get to cast ourselves somewhere, that's this is where I'm putting me. Okay. <laughs> Uh, keep it going, Dave. All right. And I also have Tyne. I got Jane Lynch. Maybe she, I can't remember if maybe she's too old to be Tyne, but 
Tyne. That hasn't stopped us before. GG. <laughs> uh, you can cast a young Jane Lynch. That's yeah, fine. I don't, I don't have a Tyne. Tori? I, I couldn't decide how old I wanted to make Tyne, but um, I'm, I'm going to say Carrie Mulligan, who um, you might recognize her as Sally Sparrow on the Blink episode of Doctor Who. Um, she's been in other stuff, too. Okay. And then uh, finally, I have Elati, the Elati, the Ayatil. Ayatil, yeah. Um, Vin, the character Vin. She's got the she's got the outfit already. She's got the t-shirt and overalls. <laughs> All right, so we're going recursive now. <laughs> uh, I mean, what I, are these characters going to do when we're not featuring their book? I mean, we gotta put them somewhere. We've cast fictional characters. We keep as casting actors. Hoyt in these books. Like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't have any yaddle. Uh, Tori? Zoe Saldana. Ooh, she's pretty great in basically everything I've seen her in. Right? Also, yeah. in an interview once where she talked about being on Avatar, she talked about how much she enjoyed doing the motion capture and wearing a tail and being covered in makeup. And I was like, yeah, she can wear a mask the whole time. She'd be into it. Can you imagine how much better the the Pirates of the Caribbean sequels would have been if she hadn't hated being on the set the whole time. Right? Oh, man. Yeah. If her character had come back. Yep. Okay, so Dave's done. We're on to mine that we haven't gotten to yet. Uh, so I have Heralds. I uh, didn't cast any Heralds, so you go right ahead. Sweet. Uh, so for Yezrian, I have Jeff Bridges, because he's old, he's got a beard, and he's drunk. Oh, and I Jeff Bridges can do all Jeff of those Bridges. things. I did actually mean to write down Tom as Jeff Bridges. That's funny. I forgot. I thought of it, didn't write it down. Uh, for Kalak, I have Sam Rockwell. I like that choice. Yes. We've we've used Sam Rockwell a number of times before. That is okay. Because he's Sam talented. Rockwell can be like Hoyd and be in all the things. Um, for my town, I have Jason Momoa. Because he's nice. just... I like it. I like it a lot. He's a big old dude just just a mountain of a man yep uh like and it. then finally i have shalash as alicia keys yeah uh, he's right. like i don't know who any of these people are they're people i don't know who any of these statues are uh all right tori who do you have that we haven't gone over yet uh well i have eshenai and vinley's mom um i like helen mirren mm. i also like helen mirren yes she's good in everything and uh, so on the Discord, um, when I was like, hey, guys, uh, who should I remember to cast? Um, who do I not want to forget? Um, X-Penguin um, suggested the Dueling Ding Dongs. I, I love that. The Dueling Ding Dongs. So all of the people that Adolin is dueling with, um, much like we did in Warbreaker, where all of the not light song re male returned were played by Ryan Reynolds. Mm -hmm. um, all of the duelists who are not Adolin are played by Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. We're gonna That's pay a thing for now. Him. It's a thing now. Um, yeah. And and I have a Zile. All right. Uh, Pedro Pascal. Okay. And that that's it. That's my list. Yay. Um, all right. Uh, finally, we have Trampy Knight, uh, who would like Zeth and Teravangian to both be played by Tilda Swinton. <laughs> she could do it. She really could. She could do it, actually. So, all right. Uh, I think that does it for Castless. Uh, I think it's time to get rid of Dave and go into Spoiler Town. Do we have I think Well of Ascension has run dry. <laughs> Wrong book! <laughs> I think this pool of oblivion has dried up. I think this yeah, radiant sure. has radiant itself out. Radiance. Now I want to play Hollow Knight. All right. Well, guess what? Now's your time. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Dave. Bye. Bye, Dave. Dave's gone. Play the thing. This concludes the spoiler-free section of our podcast. If you are, as I am, reading along for the first time, we recommend that you stop listening now, as the following will contain spoilers for not only this book, but for other Cosmere books as well. There may also be general spoilers from any other source material. Spoilers begin now. All right, what are we doing for spoiler time? Hey, who writes the epigraphs, Mike? Uh, so these are a response by Frost back to Hoyd. And yeah, literally all we have on this is what we have in the epigraphs. So 
I didn't feel like I was actually spoiling Dave so much as just letting him in on information that he couldn't otherwise get. Yeah, I think this is specifically from a word of Brandon that we get that from. So, so it's it's nothing that would be revealed. Like, it's not signed Frost at the end of the epigraphs here. This is not really a spoiler. And yeah. and he picked up that this is written to Hoyd, because you can tell. Yep. Um, that's all I really have for that. So um, Dave didn't really mention it, but it, he does. I don't know if he notices what ha- is happening with Kaladin and Syl. Like, Kaladin is making, like, he's decided, okay, we need to get rid of Elokar. And he starts losing his power. Like, it might just seem like it's just depression. But no, it's because he's breaking his bond, his word. Specifically his oaths that he swore yep. to Syl. I will protect those who cannot protect oh. themselves. I wow. forgot. I had Patrick Stewart. I didn't have him written down. Yeah, who is your Patrick Stewart? Stormfather. Oh, my. Sorry. I, would, I would like him as a Stormfather. I forgot yeah, about he'd that. he'd be good. Yeah. Okay. Just remind me to tell Dave later because, yeah, I goofed. Um, all right, what else do we have? Uh, we have an oblique reference to Dalinar being sick uh, that Dave actually did bring up, but he didn't go anywhere with it. Just Dalinar was sick. Now he's better. Which... So we do we do see a little more of Yaltel. Is that how you Yattle. say her name? And she she is the the shoot. What's the word? Moss. She's a the... Scadrian. No, not the Scadrian. The she, she is the boss of Marais, but there oh. there's a Babsk. Basque. That's Basque. She's the Babsk of Marais. And yes. yes, she is a southern Scadrian. I wonder what she's doing here. Well, Dave doesn't have the information to know that yet. Right. He won't get that until Bands of Morning. So hopefully he puts together this whole weird mass thing when we start reading uh Bands of Morning. I but mean it's it's, gonna be it's a while. pretty memorable, so maybe. Like, for me, I think I read uh, Bands of Mourning before I read Words of Radiance, maybe. Actually, I don't know. You probably didn't. If you were if you were staying up with, uh, with like, the books as they were being released, and I'm pretty sure you were at that point. By that point, I'm, I know I read uh, Shadows of Self and Bands of Mourning, like, the moment they came out. And I'm pretty sure I started right when Words of Radiance was released. Anyway, the whole point is that hopefully he will put it together, but... For us who are in the know, uh, as far as we know, Kelsier is running the Ghost Bloods, and of yes. course, you would send a Southern Skadrian there to sort of head things where he can't be, because as far as we know, he can't leave Skadril either. And he's actually made a connection with the Southern Skadrians, right? Uh, and not the Northern Skadrians. I think he's leaving the Northern Pole to Marsh primarily. Yeah, they're doing their own thing. He. They they have Sezed, they have Marsh, they have their own religion and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Sezed so... Se- wasn't going to do much with the Southern Skadrians, so technically, Kelsier's like, well, I'm going to go help them out. So do you guys remember why Dalinar was sick? No. Craig? No. You guys don't? No. Oh, okay. He wasn't actually sick, he was bonding um, Town's Shardblade. Oh. That's right. To trap Amorite. Because he couldn't dismiss it, so he had to be sick for, like, what is it, 10 days or something, while he bonded with the sword. Yeah. But it's going to be like, like a sudden surprise. He has a second shard blade, which is actually an honor blade. It's not, though. Because it used to be, and then it was stolen or something. Right. His his honor blade got swapped out at some right. point, probably by the shin. But, yeah, the the blade that he has by the time he gets to the... Shattered Plains is not an honor blade. It's just a shard blade. Yep. Just... And, and this is before he bonds with Stormfather, so... Yep. Free game. Just a shard blade. A perfectly run-of-the-mill magic sword that cuts through anything and <laughs> severs souls and... Dude, there's so many of them. Is eight feet long and weighs like a tenth of what it should. Just a, a shard blade. Ew. Who likes them? Adeline. Uh... Do we have anything else? I feel like we don't have much. Yeah, I don't done. really have anything here. Yeah, it was just basically what's happening with the ghost blood. Shalange joining them. Kaladin sinking into depression and deciding to kill Elokar, which is weakening his bond with Syl. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. That's what this, uh, these chapters are. Shalange flashback features, as far as I can tell, her hallucinating the light in her dad's room. Right. 
That's what she thinks it is. Which just, it represents her broken bond with, uh, what was her, Testament? Testament. Yep. Man, look at all this stuff we can pull out. We know so much more now that we got Rhodes of Wadians. Witham of Rar. But, yeah. Okay. Um, I think we're good for this week. I am looking forward to Chapter 66, because that's when we find out Adolin was in jail with Kaladin, ultimate bro. Yep, and I don't, I don't like to use the term bro, but Adolin. Yeah, is a, he's totally a bro. This, this is the moment. Chapter sixty six is the moment when Adolin became likable to me. Uh, I would actually put it back to when he admitted to pooping in his shard plate. I'm, I'm sure that's the case for you, but for me, doing this is. I mean, he did save that prostitute before. He didn't need to do that. So I already knew he was a good guy, but now oh. he is best guy. We got that from Kaladin's point of view, which colored things quite a bit. It's true. Like if we had if we had gotten that scene just from um, Adolin's point of view and not like with Kaladin's point of view also mixed in, I feel like it would have been a lot. It would have he would have looked a lot better in it. Sure. So, but, but yeah. point is, this is when the two form their solid friendship that we have throughout the rest of the books. Like this is the moment Kaladin can finally trust a light eyes. I mean, he trusts Dalinar a little bit. He's still sort of like, when is the other shoe going to drop? But he can actually form a real friendship with Adolin now. Yes. So, all right. So good. Bye, everybody. Good night, Bye. Internet. This has been the Cosmere Deep Dive Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at, at CosmereCast or like us on Facebook. Our theme music is Traveling Made Up Continents by Gillicuddy, used with permission. Hear more from him at the Free Music Archive. Thanks for listening.